this episode will never end. It's up to part four now, part one, part two, part three, part four. And it's about philosophy and how evil philosophers are. I think they are, and they have to be. Uh, well, they, don't, they may not even want to be, but it's unavoidable. Uh, because if you've got a brain in your head, if, um, if someone says something that is a good thing to think, and it really doesn't matter what it is, if someone comes to you and says, this is the right way to think about something, and I've given examples, you know, like, excuse me, make sure this computer's on. Oh yeah, and I've given examples, you know, around all the big, you know, um, the big ticket items, um, um, all the obvious ones, you know, um, LGBT, you know, these are the ones I like to go to the most. Uh, racism, um, same-sex marriage, uh, and those sorts of things. Me Too, Black Lives Matter, and all those sorts of things. Why do you want to always talk about those, Reg? Well, because they're the best ones. People say, oh, you just want to talk about all that stuff all the time. What else am I going to talk about? Quantum physics? <laughs> I did a heap of big episodes on quantum physics, and they weren't very interesting. I can, I can do episodes on stuff like that. I can do episodes on chemistry or, you know, I can do on engineering or something, but they're boring. These ones are more interesting and that's why we like to use examples such as I've been using in the last three parts and a little bit into the fourth part. All right, so the core point of these episodes, and I can't finish them because they keep going, um, is that... We, you can attack someone for challenging a right idea, you know, such as Black Lives Matter or whatever you want to call, you know, whatever one you want to pick. Uh, and you can say that person is wrong for even challenging that thing. We had the same thing with same-sex marriage. Um, you know, everyone was cons uh, in in. Australia, we were thinking, well, should we do same-sex marriage? And really, the time had come where we were finally ready to sort of say yes. Otherwise, the question wouldn't have come up, would it? And um, and it was brought up as a, you know, it's time. <laughs> a little bit like off wheel, I mean, it's time for same-sex marriage. And then um, people, and then they said, all right, let's debate this. And people said, no, don't debate it. It's just time. Just do it. All right, um, because it's the right thing to do. There was a big call for that. Don't even debate it in Parliament. Don't take it to a referendum. Don't do anything. Just make it legal already. Okay, and I was very sensitive to that idea because I couldn't more. I, I couldn't agree more on that. However, people did debate it. Right? Were they evil? Well, yes. You know, uh, in the minds of the people who said that they shouldn't debate it. All right, so, ah, but is it evil to debate it in your own head? Now, I was already sold on the idea. However, you know, you can't help it. When people say same-sex marriage is a good idea, he says, right, and gee, even if you take five minutes to sort of say, now, can I think of any reason why it's not a good idea? It just, and that's only because someone said, it's time to do it, and I automatically, devil's advocate style almost, 
sort of think, hmm, can I think of any reason why not? Yeah? And I couldn't see any reason why not myself. Um, so I said, good, let's do it, you know? But for that little five minute period when I was trying to scratch my head and think about it, was I being evil then? And I say, yes. Now, I didn't express that openly, my, my thought processes as I went through that, but if you had have been able to read my mind and you were one of those people who was saying it shouldn't even be up for question, well, even I agree with that, but I couldn't help it. Even if you um, said something to me like an apple a day is a good idea, I would say, hmm, apple every day? like to question that. Nah, that'd be alright. I reckon that's a good thing. Right, for that 10 seconds where I was questioning it, I was being stupid. Yeah, because obviously an apple a day is a good idea. Right, keeps the doctor away. Alright, so that's to the, the extent to which I, like, I'm being a bit silly, but, um, but you can, alright, we'll pick a more um, pertinent example, which I almost did in the last episode, uh, but didn't make it because the battery went flat again in my phone and I've got to take off as well if I can get a break in this traffic without getting rammed up my ass. <laughs> oh wait a minute no just build up a little speed in the in the um in the emergency starting line all right uh so the a better example than the stupid one I just gave Whoop, the phone nearly fell over there but I can't touch it because I'm driving so you got me at a funny angle. You got me at a disadvantage, angle-wise. And the example was, I almost mentioned it at the end of last part, the last episode, which is part three, I'm in part four now, was, um, um, all right, there was a headline in the ABC, which is the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, or, yeah, I wasn't reading Marie Claire. Uh, men, don't worry. What, what she was saying, the uh, reporter there, stop talk. What she was actually saying was stop talking about the fact that some women make false allegations. Now, but the actual headline was, men, don't worry. False allegations are extremely rare. It was actually a fairly longish sort of um, headline. Now, what she, I think what she was actually saying is um, men. All right. Women are sexually assaulted. And it is a shocking thing. And it's... Um, and anyway, I don't, I don't want to get into all of that. But the point is, it's rampant. The amount of sexual um, and physical assault that happens to women uh, is... Uh, just insane yeah um, and that may be to do probably something to do with social construction and the fact that we're all cavemen as well and whatever um, but it is something that um, that something has to be done about it nobody disagrees with that unless they're horrible all right now I think what this uh, person writing this article might have been saying I didn't read it you know I was just responding to the headline because headlines have a story uh, tell a story themselves all right men all right now what's happening in the real world is 
Women have raised this problem. Ah, look, the phone's writing itself. Um, the hell of a lot of assault happens, men to women. All right, hell of a lot of it. You know, like millions of women getting assaulted all over the world, millions. But then there are some men coming back and saying, yes, but some of those women are making false allegations and they're trying to put that argument up on the same level, you know, put that up as a problem on the same level as the other problem, the women getting assaulted problem. Okay? So, women getting assaulted by men is a problem that's about taller than the Empire State Building, let's say, all right? Taller than the Empire State Building. All right. And then, women making false allegations of assault, which does happen occasionally, you know, uh, is a shocking, shocking thing, but it's the size of a small shack. It's the size of a small shack compared to the other thing. Now, for any man that does get a false allegation made against him, it's an absolute shocking thing. Yeah, like awful, you know? But it's still a shack, a tiny little shack by the beach. Um, and um, women getting assaulted by men is a 400 story building. All right, so that's the scale, the scale side of things. All right, now what's happening is, women are saying, um, all right, women are saying, you know, me too, um, sexual assault has to stop, violence has to stop, violence on women has to stop, and the protests are huge. There's some men who say, hey, that's not the only problem, what about this problem too? And uh, women are kind of rolling their eyes behind their sunglasses and sort of saying, yes, I, yeah, all right. Yes, that's a problem, but, you know, so is getting hit by um, falling pianos. As you walk down the street, you know, pianos fall and, um, and occasionally hit someone on the head and kill them. And of course that's absolutely shocking, terrible. But the, we're talking, the big protests are because of the thing that's happening a lot. Yes, we have to deal with the other thing too. You know, yes. Come down hard on women who make false allegations by all means. That's what I'd say if I was a woman. But like, can we just focus on the thing that is destroying millions of women's lives? And yes, the other thing is a big thing, but then so is leprosy. All right. Something like that, you know. But then I got a, I saw the a headline. And I think that's the point the woman was trying to make. Men. Stop, um, stop trying to, there's a, there's a word they have for this. Stop uh, trying to infer uh, in equivalence. Stop trying to claim equivalence between assault of women by men and men being the victim of false allegations because the scale is completely different. Can we just have this discussion? It's huge. And yes, we'll deal with that one separately. I think that's what women are saying. And if I'm wrong, oh well, so what? You know, I'm doing my best. All right, now, but here's the problem. 
the headline came up the other day, and this is the way a philosopher thinks, even one who's not very good at it, like me. Okay, and the headline ran. It was in the ABC. You may still be able to Google it now. Um, men, don't worry. Um, false accusations of sexual assault are extremely rare. That was the headline. It was a fairly long headline, as I said. All right, now. That's all you've got at the moment, that headline. Now, that woman is actually making all those good points, I think. You know? And she's absolutely right. But, what does a philosopher do when he reads that headline? Well, what he should do, or she should do, is read that headline and just buy it. And don't question it, because this is a very sensitive topic. And this woman is making a very valid point. So don't question it. That's what a good person would do. And remember, these episodes aren't about these examples. I don't, I don't necessarily want to talk about this example. It just popped into my head. So I'm talking about it. Um, and I'm thinking about it. And things pop in your head that you don't even want to think about, but they pop in your head. So what are you going to do? That's the evil of being a philosopher, per se. And everybody on the planet is a philosopher, as far as I know, except for completely stupid people. All right. So, because everyone likes to question things, do they not? You know. Um, all right. So you get this headline that comes up. Now I'm, I'm already, I'm already sold hook, line, and sinker on the whole debate. I completely agree that the focus, the big issue, is men assaulting women. Um, and then you get this headline, and if I spoke aloud all my thoughts, which I would never do. And I would never speak on YouTube, my thoughts aloud. And I would never put my face on YouTube because that'd just be plain stupid. So I would never do those things, you know. I never think aloud. All right. So this is everything I'm telling you here. It is the inner workings of my <laughs> problematic mind. All right. So you, you, you're having a look at the workings of my mind and all its faults. All right. But as I say, I would never say this out loud. It's just between you and me, Charlie, because you know, Charlie, myself, is my only viewer. So I'm talking to myself. So I'm safe. Now, what happens is, you see a headline. You see, this is what happens in your brain. You see a headline like that. And, this is, um, and this is what makes a human being necessarily evil. I think that's all human beings. Men, don't worry. Um, sexual assault or whatever it was, you know, uh, or fake allegations are extremely rare. All right. Now, I didn't even have to read the article to know that was true because uh, it causes you harm to make an allegation. So, you know, the motivation's not there. You know, it actually damages you. It's, it's like an own goal in a very disastrous way. When you make an allegation against somebody, I'm gonna get some petrol soon, um, you cause yourself a lot of damage. All right, so that's probably why most allegations are true. Okay, but let's go back to that headline. Men, don't worry. Now, what's the first thing I thought? Hang on, that's my call. You don't have any rights. You're a man. You know? Well, all right, but I, 
sorry, I already doubted it as I was reading it. You shouldn't doubt it, but I did. I, I couldn't help it. Your instinctive brain is evil. And this is what I think, and I actually think that. So, um, I said, uh, no, uh, and I actually discussed it with my wife on, in a quick, I sent her a screenshot of that thing. I said, look at this. Um, we used to worry about that because we used to babysit a lot, my wife and I. Little babies, children, and all that sort of stuff. We're talking nieces, nephews, goddaughters, godsons, everything. You know, this is before we were married. And, um, and I always, and we discussed it at the time, even though we were only in our 20s um, and 30s, early 30s, whatever, I discussed it, we discussed it at the time, and we both agreed always. Yeah, I would never babysit without having her there as well. And that was for my own safety, believe it or not. It doesn't that sound crazy. What was I doing there? I was worrying. And my wife, who was my girlfriend then, was worrying on my behalf as well. And um, and, and the, the actual conversation used to go like this. Um, yes, it's extremely unlikely, but we're babysitting so many different kids. Um, you only need one of those to grow up with a mental illness. I know that sounds terrible, but you never know, do you? Because there are only two, the kids, or three, or four, or seven, or eight, or whatever. And what we said to ourselves is, you only need one of those to grow up and make a false allegation, and you're gone. So, let's at least have a little bit of protection in having the girlfriend along as well to do a two-person babysitting, you know what I mean? And, and we always did that. I never babysat by myself. All right. So what was I doing there? I was worrying. And my, my girlfriend at the time, who is my wife now, was worrying too about future false allegations. Now, as I was reading that article, headline, that headline of that article, that old thing that we used to worry about came into my head. Now, if I was on TV debating with the woman who made that article, and she actually said, you know, we're on Q&A on the ABC, she's there, and she stands up, and I mean, she sits down, but she's got the microphone, and she says, men, stop talking about you being the victims. You're nowhere near the victims. Don't, you know, almost, and you could almost say it like this. Look, don't, you know, you're worrying too much, but the headline, don't worry, you don't have anything to worry about, you know, compared to us. But the way she put it was, you don't have anything to worry about, we've got something to worry about. Stop trying to find victim equivalents in this debate. That's what she was trying to say. But what she actually said was, don't worry, men, don't worry, fake allegations are extremely rare. Now, this, uh, this um, episode, this series of episodes is not about these examples, it's about how we, how evils are, how philosophers are necessarily evil. But, using this example, alright, I see that headline. And I entered into a dialogue challenging that headline. Now, for the, for the length of time that we were having that dialogue, my wife and I, we were disagreeing with the proposition, and yet the proposition was noble. And we know what she was trying to say. 
But what she actually said, men, don't worry. Uh, allegations, uh, fake allegations are extremely rare. Right. Now, um, and this is where I think you'd be evil too, at a guess, whoever you are listening to this, Charlie. Um, we actually had a verboten, you know, a forbidden debate, my wife and I. We had a forbidden debate. Um, someone in the Me Too movement was trying to get the focus off something. We should not... Now, if we were on, if I was on Q&A, sitting in the audience, and a woman said that up on the panel, men, don't worry, you know, allegations of assault are extremely rare, you know, women to men, men to women. Um, and, and if I put my hand up and said, look, I will reserve the right to worry. In fact, when I was younger, I always made sure my girlfriend came along to babysit because I was worried that um, uh, that one of the kids uh, would grow up and be a stark raving lunatic and make false allegations, you know, because you never know um, whether someone's going to have a proper mental illness, you know. Now, I think that wouldn't have gone down well. You know, I said, I, I do want to worry, you know. I'm not disputing everything you're saying. In fact, I completely agree as much as you do about everything you're saying. However, I would like to dispute um, this idea that men shouldn't worry. Men should worry. I think she was using the wrong words, but hey, you live and die when you're in the public domain with your words, your choice of words. And I think she used the wrong words, you know. And I would say that in the open. I'd say, we would like to worry. Even one fake allegation is too many if you're the bloke getting the fake allegation. So I think you've used the word wrong word worry. And and she would have probably said, look, oh, she would have said men. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah, all right. Choose a different word. You know what I'm trying to say. And, I say, and then pedantic, you know, you'd say, well, don't use that word. You're trying to distract from the real issue. The real issue is women getting assaulted, to which I would say, I, I completely agree. Well, why are you trying to... I said, because you used the word, you told men not to worry. And I think men should worry. And then she would have gone, ah! And, um, and then the little text messages would come across the bottom of the screen saying, this is the problem with old white men, blah, 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 you know what I mean? And all that sort of stuff, you know? And it would have been just on for young and old. And this is where you can't be a philosopher in the public domain. Not only because it's pedantic, but for other reasons too, you know? Um... It gets messy, but here's where philosophers are evil. You know, my wife and I did have that discussion, that uh, debate, and she said, she was speaking about our son, and she said, I'll be warning my son to worry about that sort of thing. What do you think about that, you know? And I've got to take off slowly or the phone will fall over. Um, now, can you see what's happened there? The whole thing's got out of hand. No one's been evil. Every, um, the propositions are being made. Propositions were, are being made by people trying to make the right things happen in the world. Someone else who is also trying to make the right things happen in the world, you know, feel the need, feels the need to challenge that thing. Nobody wants a bad thing to happen. Everyone wants a good thing to happen. 
and yet poison is happening. Toxins are sort of swirling around uh, because people don't know how to discuss things. All right? um, and, and this is why philosophy is driven underground. I think most philosophy is underground. You know, because every time a proposition is made just about, I bet you, I don't think you can actually help it. Unless you're an idiot. You always, very even if it's only for a few microseconds or for a few seconds, no matter what proposition is. You know, when, when you first heard Black Lives Matter, did you say, yep, totally agree, without thinking it? Did you? Because if you did, you're an idiot. You know, because you, you know, because there's some nuance to that. You know, because, uh, you know, like when the first person said Black Lives Matter to you, did you completely say, yep, totally agree, not even thinking about it, boom. If you did, you're an idiot. You know, because it's a nuanced um, slogan. You know, it says all sorts of things. And you should be philosophizing this, but not in the open. You know? Well, Black Lives Matter kind of means about 10 different things at once. It means black lives in reality don't matter enough. And they haven't mattered enough in history. And all sorts of bad things happened in the past, colonial history. And uh, that has left a legacy to this day, and the whole world's rigged. Um, all our institutions are um, uh, systemically racist, and all that sort of pretty much all of them. And I'm talking everything, uh, even language, you know. Um, and all these things, you know, black lives haven't mattered enough for a long time. When we say black lives matter, we're, that's actually an exhortation, really. We're sort of saying, we declare that black lives must matter. You know, something like that. You know, um, not even that they should matter, but they must matter. And we're only saying that because right at the moment they don't. So, you know, if you heard the slogan, black lives matter, and you just bought it on face value, you're an idiot. But if you discuss it in the public domain, if you do challenge the slogan, I don't challenge the slogan, by the way. I actually think it's a good slogan. Um, I actually think it really works because slogans work when they're not explicit. You know, um, if they don't make sense, they make sense, if you know what I mean. Because, um, uh, yeah, I could explain that. Um, all right. Um, they don't have to, um, yeah, they don't have to. Not everything is just logic, you know. Uh, all right. So, um, the, the real philosophy has to happen in your own head. Um, where you think these, you doubt. Um, what did Jane Austen say? You know, Elizabeth heard. <laughs> I can't get the quote right. Um, doubted, coloured, and then was silent. You know, that's not exactly the quote. But um, Elizabeth Bennet in Pride and Prejudice, you know, something was said, you know, and it was embarrassing what was said, which is, you know, and, you know, she she heard what was said and she coloured, you know, she went red with embarrassment um, and she doubted, but then she was silent. And that's what philosophers have to be. don't know whether that's a good metaphor, analogy. All right, so that's that. Um, so, yes, next time... Um, someone says something that's really obviously a good thing to think. 
when you doubt that thing, even if it's for a, a microsecond or a second or a couple of seconds, you're just you're being intelligent but evil. And um, uh, but there's nothing you can do about it because God made you evil. <laughs> That'll do.